what's up y'all it's your girl miracle sims and i'm getting ready to tell you all the easiest way to make your own podcast and that's with anchor by spotify friends listen all you got to do is either download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm and they have everything you need in one place you can record edit and they'll even distribute it and the best thing about it is that it's absolutely free so if you're ready to start your new journey today then go ahead and download the app or go to the website anchor.fm just like yours truly everybody it's your girl miracle sims you're listening to god sex and love your daily dose of inspiration the juice it is june the 5th 2020 and uh today uh, the topic that came to me this morning was look where he brought us from <laughs> oh friends um Well, y'all, long story short, I was kind of just reminded about the, um, well, Exodus and, you know, how, uh, and, and the children of Israel and everything like that. Uh, I basically, I ended up writing down, uh, Exodus 1 and 13 in particular but again I mean you guys can kind of read for yourself the entire exodus to get the full picture of you know what was going on in that time um but I'm just gonna kind of I guess share with you guys some pieces here and there of like the things that was stood out to me about uh, that experience or whatever so basically in exodus 1 and 13 uh it just pretty much showing how the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with rigor, uh, which is pretty much a condition of stiffness or strictness. Um, and then if you go on to 14, uh, it said it, it made they made their lives bitter and uh, with hard bondage and mortar and brick and all manner of service in the fields. It, just just basically harsh treatment and, and serving with vigor at that time and then they literally uh, also plotted to uh, kill all their sons you know they first started by asking the midwives to um, to kill all the sons and then they didn't <laughs> so I guess thank God for the midwives in that aspect um, but then even still after that the uh, you know King told everyone that uh, all the men, children should be killed. And um, obviously this was something that happened. I guess uh, it goes straight into uh, Moses at that point. But I mean, I guess it's pretty clear to, to say that, you know, to a certain extent, uh, I don't know if Moses was the only male, male child that was spared at that time. But, uh, you know, it seems as if Uh, that that was something that that went forth and happened 
you know, I, I apologize, y'all, but I mean, you know, as we know, there's a lot that's going on in this world, and it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of hard to talk about all this, to be honest, because on, on one hand, like I said the other day, and like I've been saying, um, not to say I feel like I'm on an island or whatever, I know I'm not the only person that, you know, is thinking like I'm thinking or saying what I'm saying, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of difficult when you feel like you're in your own circle and you might be the only one in your own circle that's looking at it <laughs> the way I'm looking at it. Um, I guess the whole reason me bringing up the whole situation about it, you know, Israel and Egypt and everything like that is because, you know, um, even in spite of going through all those hardships and in spite of, you know, their children being killed and all these things, when God brought them out, and, and if they encountered hardships after that, it's like they questioned it, you know, and they uh, pretty much argued against God and, you know, said things along the lines of like, you know, we should have just stayed in Egypt. Okay, we should have just stayed on the hardship. We should have just stayed in a place where, you know, our children were being killed, X, Y, and Z. Um, I think... There may be some similarities between, sad to say, my community and, and this story, but at the same time, I don't think it's, you know, it, I don't think it's exactly parallel. I, I think it's kind of the opposite in regards to, I don't think anybody wants to go back to the way things were um, here in this country. Um, you know, I feel like. And then now this is, I guess, my little personal opinion um, with, with me looking at it. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, I guess on the African-American side, it's like nobody wants to go back to, you know, being slaves. Nobody wants to go back to living under, you know, Jim Crowish laws and things like that. And then I guess if you look on the Caucasian side, you know, and this is just the assumption because I'm not, you know, I'm not Caucasian, so I don't know and I haven't talked to anyone about it. But I could assume, I'm assuming that they basically wouldn't want to experience any of the things that their forefathers inflicted on the African-Americans. So obviously, obviously they, you know, so that means they, they wouldn't want to be enslaved or they wouldn't want to be uh, treated in such a way uh, as they have treated, basically. So... I get it, you know what I'm saying, I, I get all, you know, the frustration, I get all the anger, you know, I understand all of those things, and yes, I do feel like, you know, we should be, you know, protesting, and we should, you know, uh, obviously there's a lot of holes and things like that in our justice system, um, you know, yes, if you're going to be a cop, you should definitely, uh, Obviously, I don't know if they need more training or if they just really need to vet these cops that they bring on. Um, but whatever it is, they you know they need people that are going to you know do their job uh, justly and everything like that, and I guess even unbiasedly and everything. So uh, clearly, there's change that needs to be made. You know, so no one is. I mean, well, I mean, maybe there are people that are speaking against that, but I would say me, as for me, um, I can only, I guess, speak for myself. I'm not speaking against any of that, and I totally understand all of that. 
so I guess with that being said, uh, I guess the thing is I, I'm noticing is that there's, you know, there's fear across the board. You know, there's fear across the board, but then everybody is people, right? Um, it, it starts to make my, ask my, start to ask myself a few questions this morning. And, uh, you know, one was where does God fit into all of this? one of the questions I asked myself also asked myself you know where do we go from here um you know it kind of seems like there's this ongoing cycle at least here in this country of like things to get outraged about then there's protest and there's rioting and looting and then there's then we go back to living the way it was and then something else happens and then there's protests and then there's other and then we go back to living the way we was and then you know and so Not to say that standing up doesn't matter. And clearly, you know, uh, when I think back on, I I guess we can think about like our our ancestors and the way they protested and things like that. Or at least the ones that, for example, I I know it's like Dr. Martin Luther King is like one of the main ones. He's like the main symbol for, I guess, the peaceful protest and everything like that. I guess at that time, I guess, but again, I guess that goes back to the topic and and everything like that. It's like, look where God, I'm saying God in regards to when I say he, I'm referring to God. Uh, But look where God brought us from. It's like they had to mobilize and they had to train to protest and everything like that. Because the things that they were protesting was an ongoing thing. Like it was, I don't, you know, clearly I wasn't there in those times. So I don't know if it was daily that things was happening or weekly or, you know, or was it sporadic the way it is now? And then I guess, I mean, people don't feel like it's sporadic because, you know, you feel like you probably hear something along these lines these days, maybe like every month or something like that. But I just say it's not as frequent as it was. You know, we don't see people hanging from trees the way they did um we're not oppressed in regards to being slaves the way we were so again like no one's making light of the injustices yet for sure like yes let's let's mobilize and let's you know see what changes can be made across the board um, and stuff, and I mean, yeah, people have a right to be angry, but even the word says, you know, but do so without sin. Um, so I get it, and, you know. I know my husband and I was having a conversation last night and everything like that, and uh, he was kind of sharing some of the things that he came across and and everything. And I get it again, I get it. Um, obviously, there are some some good or I don't know it's kind of hard to look at it as good but it's some things that people feel as if okay if we didn't riot then nothing would have been done about this um is is I guess the sentiment um I mean but I guess we don't we don't know that because I mean (laughs) uh 
because there was riots. So, I mean, I guess we don't know, like, but then again, I don't know. I guess maybe they're like, oh, well, people have been peaceful this whole time and nothing changed. So now we're going to riot or now we're going to do this and the other. Um, but anyway, going back to what the word said about, you know, uh, being angry, uh, but not sinning. Uh, so I guess that would go for, you know, the stealing, the killing I just read. Um, I want to say when I woke up this morning, I read something along the lines of saying that, uh, I don't know if it was during the riot or during the protest, but someone stabbed and or shot a cop. So, I mean, I guess it's, it's, if we know what happens to if we're going to say us as black people, if we know what happens to us when we do certain things and yeah, okay, we're angry, but then you go and do the thing that we're angry about. I think that's where the inconsistencies come in. That's where the you know hypocrisy and everything like that comes in because it's like, we can't sit here and be, You know, I'm sure we're going to go deeper on this conversation. I'm already kind of chit-chatting with some of the other people that have been on the panel and everything like that. So we'll have discussions and stuff. I mean, clearly, uh, you know, there is discussions to be had. I just would say this, friends. Um, Again, just going back to those questions of like, what do we do? Um, also just kind of really, really wondering if we really see Jesus as our Lord and Savior. You know, do we really believe this Bible? I think that's the main question. Because, because to be honest, when I look at this stuff, to me, it's just Bible prophecy being fulfilled. And yes, it's horrible. You know what I'm saying? Yes, this is not like. Yes, it's gruesome. It's horrible. It's, it's messed up. Is you know who would want to die that way? Um, I mean, I I think that everybody knows that killing someone isn't right. But who know? I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. You know, maybe people don't know that. But um. But yeah, I guess, yeah, it makes me just go go back to being like, okay, well, you know, do we really believe? Because if we do, then we have to look at these things, to me, and I'm just going to say by me, I, I look at these things and I say, this is Bible prophecy being fulfilled. This is the lawlessness that they're saying, that they're talking about. This is the... Sorry, I didn't write down none of those verses for y'all, but I mean, like, this is, like, research it, y'all. Like, it's instant the word about what the end times is going to be like, and I think this is it. Like, you know, I'm not saying, like, you know, I don't know the day or the hour. None of us do, and none of us can know. However, the word does say these are the signs, and here, here we are, like, I mean, with the... No one, the rooms of wars, the pestilence, the, you know, the, all of these things are in, in the Bible. So you have to take some time and, and uh, check it out for yourself. 
um, you know, I guess so it, it makes me kind of wonder like where we are in the uh, biblical timeline, like where we are when it comes to the prophecies and things like that. You know, we, I think we got a good idea what has already happened and what has been fulfilled. So it's like, so, so where are we on that? And um, from what I'm seeing or from what I'm understanding, if, well, I'm going to give you guys some, some resources so you guys can take a look at uh, some other resources of people that have um, kind of studied where we are in the biblical timeline. So let me go ahead and give you guys those. So, uh, oh, but yeah i'll go ahead and give you guys those uh one is neverthirsty.org and that is under where are we on the biblical timeline okay Uh, another one is lifehopeandtruth.com and and it says it's uh title is where are we now in biblical excuse me in bible prophecy um, so you can check out those and kind of see like, you know, what prophecies have been said and you can figure out where we are from there. Um, if you're not a reader, <laughs> then uh, check out YouTube, check out uh, Greg Laurie on YouTube with Harvest Ministries. Um, I feel like he's a good source for uh, end times messages and things like that. He's done some talks and some you know sermons about the end times. So... Uh, yeah, check those out if you guys want to, you know, go deeper and figure out where we are with that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, that's the question, friends. Do we really understand the word of God? Because, you know, according to it, all of these things are are to come to pass. And so... Uh, I know that it may be up in the air about, for example, the rapture. I know that's probably one of the, um, uh, it's heavily debated. So I can't sit here and say that I know that exactly when it's going to happen. You know, uh, we would hope that it would happen before the tribulation period, but we don't know. You know, I mean, why? or I would say that I'm not going to sit here and say that I know. Um, I'll put it like that. Um... But I would say, and but people debate about whether it's going to happen or not, X, Y, and Z. So, now this is just a miracle thought. So, this is one of my little, my little, I, my thoughts or whatever. Uh, you know, based on the other biblical accounts of when things happen, uh, I, I think it's safe to assume that God will uh, comfort his people or remove his people from... Uh, whatever judgment is coming towards on the land um and i'm i'm not ba- i'm basing that on knowing the, and knowing the ark i'm basing that on lot you know uh and uh sodom and Gomorrah. i'm basing like he always got his people out so you know according to that like you know i'm just gonna assume that he would do the same thing uh when it comes to this so whether that's before the tribulation or like right before judgment or whatever i don't know but um you know it doesn't really seem like the tribulation is something that i want to be part of so i guess that's my thing it's like whenever he comes for the people whenever he you know takes his people i know i want to be a part of that and um i would hope that you all do too um 
I think that's the sad thing about all of it. Even when as I was talking to my husband and everything like that, I just was like, even just with the studying and coming to you all each morning and stuff and just seeing more verses and stuff like that, it's pretty clear that, you know, everybody isn't going to believe the gospel. Everyone's not going to uh, accept what God has done for us, you know, through Jesus. And it's, it's, it's sad, you know, uh, I mean, I, the only thing I guess I can say I understand just because I am a human as well. It's like, it is hard to think of things of the spirit. It's hard to take ourselves out of what we currently, where we currently are living in and stuff. So when we're looking around us and we're thinking about the things that, that's going on in this world, um, it's kind of hard to think about God who we can't see, right? Um... <sighs> friends um you know I don't know I guess this this juice is a little heavy for me this morning um you know but uh I would just leave you guys with this verse right here and it's in Luke I'm gonna paraphrase this whole section a bit so you guys can just check it out on your own and read the whole thing um but just paraphrasing Luke 21 34 through 36 it says and take heed that you uh take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with the uh and drunkenness and care of this life and so that they come upon you unaware watch and pray that you uh, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all the things that shall come to pass. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard not to think about the things that's going on in this world, and it's hard not to like be overwhelmed and consumed by the you know the cares of this life, as the word says. However, you know, based on Bible and based on um, belief in Christ and everything like that. It's like, we, we gotta, I mean, we, we just gotta do what we can and get the gospel out there. And, you know, cause the, it has to be heard across, across the world, uh, I guess before I, w- I would assume maybe it's the rapture, but you know, or maybe the tribulation period, everything like that. And so, you know, there's a lot of things that point signs that we are um, in the last days, as they say. <laughs> um, like I said, we were able to see things, um, see things from across the world, the way that the, the Bible says it's going to happen. You know, we're traveling across the world, going to and fro, the way the Bible says it's going to happen. Uh, there's a lot of things. Again, you guys got to go deeper on your own, because um, obviously I'm, <laughs> I don't know, I think I'm just a little bit... Uh, I don't know if I'm just overwhelmed by this or what. I'm not, I don't want to be. Um, I guess, like I said, it's um, it's one of those things, friends. That I hope that this opens your eyes to to the things of God and to let Him lead and guide you in this time, and not be so, I guess, easily influenced by. <laughs> 
by the media, by our own hearts and anger, by our own fears. Uh, we really, really need to get, get, have you know, build that relationship with God. Accept the gift that Jesus gave on the cross. Be worthy of being one of those people that are saved. Again, I don't know who's going to hear this. I hope that it, you know, encourages you, friends, um, to at least take a look at all this. Take a look at it. All right, so Bible verse of today, 1 John 1 and 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Friends, I hope that you guys enjoyed this juice this morning. Thank you so, so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. I pray we all just go forth and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, I know I've already t- talked a while, but I'm just going to go ahead and just say a quick prayer real quick. So, Because, like I said, my heart's heavy. I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Here we go. Lord, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for this time of fellowship. I thank you for each and every person that is listening to the sound of my voice. Lord, I pray that you continue to lead and guide them. I pray that you continue to show them the way, show them what you have for them to do, Lord, in this this this, this crazy time that we're living in. Uh, Lord, I pray that we all focus more on you and your will and not be consumed by the things of this world. Because as your word says, that this world is not our home. So I think, Lord, by if we if we get that into our hearts and minds and souls, then prayerfully, uh, well, according to your word, it says you were going to give us the peace that surpasses all understanding, and these are the things and the blessings that we uh, need in this time. So, Lord, we thank you, thank you, thank you right now in advance for all that you've done and all that you're going to do. And, yes, Lord, we pray that we can go forth and have a wonderful day and uh, and be awesome representations of you and, and your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bye-bye. If you like what you hear, then consider supporting our podcast. Every listener that supports us for $9.99 a month will be entered into our monthly raffle for a chance to win a free gift. So become a supporter today.